0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. And we try to get that done about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this 22nd edition of the 1853 podcast of Monmouth's 2018-19 school year, we'll hear from Monmouth Sociology Professor Judy Kessler. She will preview the second conference of undergraduate research and scholarship that will be held April 12 and 13 at Monmouth College. Then we'll have an extended sports segment that's so sports information director dan nolan can review a very memorable winter season for fighting scott's athletics before we get into this week's program a few notes about some events taking place on campus the arrival of march also coincides with the arrival of spring break at mom of college Although the campus will be considerably quiet during the week of March 4 through March 8, Monmouth College offices will be open during the week as staff will be on campus. Speaking of spring break, be sure to check out the story on the cover of the Monmouth College website. And of course, that's monmouthcollege.edu. It's written by my colleague Barry McNamara. It's about what several Monmouth spring sports teams are doing over their spring break. One of the places that will be open on campus during spring break is the Hughes Library. That gives you a great excuse to visit the Everett Gallery, which is on the upper floor of the Hughes Library. That's where you can see the show Wild Things, Nature, and Social Imagination. It's by visiting artist Sandra Williams of the University of Nebraska. You can meet Sandra Williams on March 11. That's when there will be a reception for her in the Everett Gallery. The reception begins at 3.45 in the afternoon on Monday, March 11, and her gallery talk will get underway around 4.15. You can read more about her show in the news section of the Monmouth College website, and that address is monmouthcollege.edu news. As I mentioned, March 4 through March 8 is spring break at Monmouth College, and then when students and faculty resume classes on March 11, it's the Sprint Toward Commencement. One of the highlights of the second half of the spring semester will be an event in April that will attract several dozen college students from around the country to Mammoth College. The Conference of Undergraduate Research and Scholarship will be held April 12 and April 13 in Monmouth Center for Science and Business. It's sponsored by the Midwest Journal of Undergraduate Research, Mammoth College, and the Augustana College Political Science Department. The conference has attracted contributions from students from a variety of disciplines who are from 28 institutions in 14 states. About two-thirds of the institutions come from the Midwest, and about one-third are from outside of the Midwest. In addition to the research presentations, which can take the form of posters or panel discussions, there will be a keynote address on the second day of the conference, which is April 13th. This year's speaker is author Diana abu jaber She teaches at Portland State University, and she's the author of six books, including the recently published culinary memoir, Life Without a Recipe. Her talk, as well as the entire conference, is free and open to the public. Monmouth College sociology professor Judy Kessler is the person organizing the conference, She says the Conference of Undergraduate Research and Scholarship gives college students a great opportunity to present their research in front of an audience.
1: For undergraduate students from anywhere in the United States to present the their own original research that they are working on, that they had been working on, that they finished up or that they plan to finish up in the near future. As
0: Judy points out, undergraduate research is more than simply presenting a term
1: paper. Um, when students write term papers, and even excellent term papers, they're generally looking through work that other scholars have done, and they're pulling the work together and evaluating it, reviewing it, critiquing it, um, and coming up with their own summary on the topic. Research uh, involves gathering one's own data. Uh, It involves original data. So that could be through survey, it can be through experimentation, it can be through interviewing, it can be through field work, Um, also through your original analyses, for example, of works of literature, works of art, um, music, and so forth. Uh, And that's essentially the difference between undergraduate research and an undergraduate term paper. Judy
0: says that undergraduate research is important to students' development because it takes them beyond being a passive learner.
1: Important for many reasons, but but what comes to my mind is it moves the student out of the passive, taking in information like a sponge and memorizing it to actively engaging the topic or the issue um, of the course or uh, of, of their discipline of going out and um, uh gathering their own original information about that particular issue or topic and then actually contributing as an active participant to, um, to that field or that area. So uh, it, it, in a sense, gets the student out of the seat and into helping to contribute and create um, the work and the findings around a particular topic or issue.
0: The Conference of Undergraduate Research and Scholarship was first held a couple of years ago at Monmouth College. As Judy explained, starting the conference was a natural extension of the Midwest Journal of Undergraduate Research, which was founded at Monmouth College earlier this decade.
1: Well, this conference really grew out of the uh, work of MGER, the Midwest Journal of Undergraduate Research and Scholarship. Originally, when we um initiated the journal. The idea of those faculty who founded the journal was to um, also have periodic undergraduate conferences where students um, not only could submit their work in written form to be published in the journal, but could come to the conference from, from various schools and various disciplines to submit their work either in poster form or orally to um, other students and faculty and interested parties.
0: As Judy explains, what makes the Midwest Journal of Undergraduate Research special is the scope of the subjects that are published in it each year.
1: Um, But many of them, number one, are limited just to the college or university, to student contributions from the college and university. Others are limited to a particular discipline. Um, for example, history or chemistry or biology. And then there are those that are open to contributions from anywhere and are also multidisciplinary. And that probably is a much smaller group, and that's where EMGER fits in, MGR's part.
0: That's Monmouth Sociology Professor Judy Kessler. She's one of the principal organizers behind the upcoming Conference of Undergraduate Research and Scholarship. It will be held April 12 and 13 at Monmouth College. To read more about the event, which is free and open to the public, check out the story in the news section of the Mammoth College website, and that address is mammothcollegeedu news. Before we move into this week's extended athletics segment, a reminder of the many ways in which you can follow Mammoth College in the social media spectrum. The college's main Facebook page is facebook.com slash College. The college's main Twitter account is at Mammoth. And the college is on Instagram at Monmouth College. If you're on Snapchat, be sure to follow Mammoth on Snapchat at ThisIsMonmouth. And for music that gets you ready for spring, check out Monmouth College on Spotify for some of its recommendations. Mammoth College's winter sports season all but wrapped up last weekend. Joining us to recap the winter sports season is Mammoth Sports Information Director Dan Nolan. He's the man behind MonmouthScots.com, your official spot on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. Coach Roger Haynes' indoor track and field teams concluded their seasons last weekend at the Huff Athletic Center. It was the site of the Midwest Conference Championships. And Dan says they wrapped things up in style.
2: Uh, women wrapped up their season, uh, got second in the conference, and really um, probably exceeded expectations a little bit, uh, had a, a great meet. And the men uh, won conference by a lot. So uh, it was really a good, uh, good finish to the indoor season. Yeah, the, the men have won 20 indoor conference titles straight. Uh, that's just that's amazing. You, know, you think about it, and more than half the men's team, that's all they know. That's their reality, that you win conference. So it's really amazing. And, and, uh, you know, just to think back that, that every year, we haven't had maybe the best team, but we got the most points, and Coach Haynes just figures out how to uh, get the most out of out of his team. And it seems like every year, men and women both uh, turn in numerous personal bests and season bests at the conference meet. Uh, that's been the focus, and and the kids have bought into it, and they've they've done it for twenty straight years.
0: As Dan notes, a few members of the indoor track and field team will continue their seasons.
2: Oh, right now we've got uh, John Hintz and uh, Joe Krawl qualified for the nationals in the weight throw, and ironically, they're both tied for fifth with the school record 65 feet 4 inches so that's kind of interesting uh and they're they're actually going to uh, wisconsin platteville on friday for a last chance meet to maybe see if they can prove their seed and and get some real-time competition Drew Thaxton will be going along also uh drew's uh, out of the uh the running for the nationals but you know if he pops out a good throw he Could possibly get close, but uh, right now they take the top 15. He's 30th, so that's probably not going to happen. But still uh, great to have uh, two guys in the weight throw uh, in the top five right now.
0: Both the Monmouth women's and men's basketball teams' seasons came to an end in their respective Midwest Conference tournaments last weekend. The men lost by one point to St. Norbert College in the semifinals on a game played on the Green Knights' home court. And the women's team lost in the championship game by seven points to Ripping College at the Red Hawks Gymnasium. As Dan notes, Coach Kyle Wilson has done an incredible job rebuilding the women's basketball program. It has a very bright
2: future but one that probably won't surprise the opposition any longer. The women's basketball team uh, this year uh, picked seventh in the conference, uh, finished second in the regular season, second in the, uh, uh, the tournament. They're not going to sneak up on anybody uh, anymore, but had a, uh, officially a nine-game uh, turnaround uh, from a year ago, 10 more wins this year than, than last year, so 19 wins uh, in that uh, 12-game home win streak. Started the season with nine straight wins. Uh, The 19 wins was one win shy of the school record. Uh, So it was just a a great year for... Coach Wilson's team, and he graduates one senior, uh, Demi Johnson. Um, and so you've got everybody back from that starting five, and, and really the first three off the bench, you've got those back. So uh, we're very close to, uh, to turning the corner, and I know they're excited to, to get into next year. Disappointed how the season finished, but still can't discount the 19-win season, runner-up conference, regular season, and tournament season.
0: A big reason Monmouth women's basketball team had such a solid season was because of a very balanced roster.
2: You know, the the women's team uh, really this year, first time since 1998, we got three all-conference uh, selections. That was great to see. You know, and, and everybody took their turn. Uh, uh, Shane Smith had uh, that 36-point night. Uh, Carly Turnbull had two or three 30-point games. Uh, Becca Gallus was just steady Eddie down the uh, up and down the line, uh, scoring uh, double figures just about every time. So it was really a great effort. And you know, you look at people that don't get a lot of credit, uh, Yvonne Ornelas, didn't get that many points, but she was the point guard, led the offense. And really in that uh, conference uh, tournament game against Lake Forest, nine rebounds. You know, she's – just about five, one, five, two, maybe, got nine rebounds. How does she do that? Uh, and then you've got the post players. Uh, Jordan Kente came on to be a starter late in the year. Uh, Allie Myers started out as the starting center uh, at the beginning of the year. So really a, a great team effort and great coaching all the way around.
0: Dan says that coach Todd Scribzes, men's basketball team had two seasons in 2018, 19. You know, it,
2: it really was a, a tale of two seasons. Uh, you know, we started out the year, uh, three and eight, uh, one and three in the conference and turned around in the, uh, after January one and went, I believe 10 and four. Uh, so we really turned it on strong and, and when winning, when we had to down the stretch had to win the final four. And one of those, we had to beat uh, Ripon, which we were tied for, uh, to have a shot and did that then two games later had to beat saint norbert the regular season champion just to get in and we did that uh, and did it by about 11 points so the guys uh, going into that conference tournament uh, no team in the conference was nearly as hot as we were going in and then we got clipped by uh, saint norbert on their court by one point in the final 15 seconds so that was kind of disappointing but still what a great year for the uh, for the men
0: Mamis Will Carius was named newcomer and player of the year in the Midwest Conference, but as Dan points out, the Scots
2: were more than a one-man show. And as as Will would tell you, that um, that people around you make you better. And uh, you know, Will got the uh, newcomer of the year award and the player of the year, uh, and and set uh, the season scoring record, single-game scoring record. But, again, you've got to get, have the guys getting, getting him the ball in the right position to make the shot. So it was really a great team effort. D.J. Swift, you know, uh, he came up and, and, and stepped up and, and led the team in scoring when, ne- when needed. So it was really a great team effort. A lot of the guys, too, uh, took on different roles. Uh, Tyler Houston, for one, came in, became a great defender. Uh, Jake Reeder ran the offense. Uh, Justin Batterton scored the points when you needed. So it really was a, a great team effort, and they're all back.
0: Tom Burek's men's and women's swimming teams also had another strong season as that program continues to make waves in the Midwest Conference,
2: it's amazing. You know, swimming is a lot like track that you, you want to have your peak performance at the conference meet. And Coach Purick has done that year in and year out for us. And uh, this year, and we had a uh, freshman Andrew Shy win uh, two events. Uh, a sophomore Preston Boke won one. Uh, so we've we've had freshmen win uh, conference titles for I think three straight years now. And Andrew Shai uh, actually got the uh, newcomer of the meet award uh, for his performance. So it's really been great. You know, the the swim team is building and. And getting better every year, and uh, we we just uh, you know are amazed every year at how many personal bests and season bests uh, they turn in at the, at the conference meet. But the formula is the same for track and swimming: swim your best at at conference.
0: That's Mammoth Sports Information Director Dan Nolan. He's the man behind MammothScots.com, your official site on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. Don't forget that you can follow all Mammoth College Athletics on Twitter at MC Fighting Scots. And that's going to be a 30 for this 22nd edition of Mammoth College's 1853 podcast in the 2018-19 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer with the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day.